So, you ready to start a podcast? Well, Spotify for Podcasters is the absolute perfect solution. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters. They make it super easy to record and edit right from your computer. And not only that, it lets you distribute your content everywhere and even earn cash. And the best part, it's absolutely free. You literally have no excuse. So I suggest you go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters and start creating today. As children, we take on four different roles in our family, right? One of four different roles. Either you are the brilliant one, and this is men and women. You are the brilliant one. You get praised for getting good grades, sports, whatever. You get praised for achievement. You're the caretaker. You take care of everybody. You always, you're selfless. You look out for everybody else, right? Mm-hmm. You're the needy one. Maybe you're sickly, needy. You always need attention. Or you're destructive. Wow. You get praised for getting in trouble. You're the one the teacher's always calling about. You staying out all night, right? Because you're like, look, she's a smart one. He's the one. (laughs) Right? So I'm just going to act out. And that's how I'll get my attention. So those are the four roles that we take on as children, one Mm. or the other, right? And what happens is when we grow up, we're still in those roles. Mm. So smart, high-achieving women, women who are caretakers, loving, right? If you are smart and you are the Olivia Pope for everybody, by you solving everybody's <laughs> problems, right? right? What are you looking for? Something you can fix. Welcome to Hardly Initiated. It is your host, Tyshawn Jackson, here with another episode with my co-host, Ryan Ketches. Let's get straight to it, man. Let's get, Let's get straight, straight to it. To it. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing to it but to do it, because we're about to have a fun show here today, y'all. I keep telling everybody, look, when I came up with this this show topic, I was excited. I couldn't wait because I know <laughs> somebody is going to get saved today mm-hmm. because this is relevant to you in your life right now, young lady. You're in a relationship where you're dealing with a brother that's probably a player. Mm. Mm. How you know he a player? I don't know. Maybe he got multiple, multiple ladies in there. Got some over there. Got some over here. But guess what? We brought these two beautiful ladies right here on the set. And they're going to set you free here today. <laughs> because these here, man, we got some very special women. Actually, some ladies that I personally look up to in the space. Y'all have been doing some amazing work in the space for quite some time now. And I mean... It is truly an honor to finally have you guys here. Uh, we had to work very hard to be deserving to earn this type of talent here right, right. on the set. I don't know if you understand who's really sitting here with us at the table right now. We got all types of degrees and doctorates and all types of certifications <laughs> flowing around. We got the ex-hosts of like some of the biggest shows on TV here sitting down here with us. I res- man, listen, put some respect on the name. We here rocking with Dr. Nicole, and we are also in here rocking with Miss Crystal. Thank you so much for being here with us. It is a pleasure. Thank Welcome you. to Harley Initiated. We're excited. We're Thanks for having us, guys. Yeah, of course, of course. This, this was coming, that. though. This has been in the, in the works. It was divine. Yeah. Yes. It's I been like just that. aligning, right? It's been divine. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. It's been happening very slowly. Yeah. 
But today, <laughs> very slowly, very slowly. Today is the day. Mm-hmm. Today is the day. Yeah. So I, I, I want to get straight to it. Let's go ahead. Let, let's go ahead and get into it because when it comes to, um, and I don't, I don't know if y'all have personal testimony. I don't know what y'all, you know, relationship was back in the day. I, you know, we, we might get into it. I don't know. But a lot of ladies have run-ins yeah. with the players, and and the thing about it is, I think, I think to some degree, mm. women are attracted to a man that is attractive to other women, mm. right? Just at the baseline, I, I think that is attractive to a woman. Mm. But depending on what that woman wants, that can be very unhealthy, mm-hmm. right? So let's even start by identifying and having the discernment to distinguish who this brother is. Because some women are maybe intentionally bringing this brother in their lives and some women may not. Mm-hmm. So just from you guys' professional opinion, what would a woman need to look for or look at to distinguish whether or not they're dealing with a brother who is serious about having a relationship, a woman that probably has multiple women on his roster, on his team, in his life? Mm -hmm. What would they need to look at to identify that? Mm. (laughs) So, man, so much to talk about. It is. So often what we see is women who don't want to see who the person is because they want the person to be who they want the person to be to them. So if I put you in the category, I want you to be my man, the things that you do that really don't line up with saying that you want to be my man and in agreement with that, Mm. I don't want to see those things. Mm. I want to see the things that line up with the narrative that I want. So that creates an interesting dynamic because when we talk about people being a player, sometimes it's premature because we don't have an agreement yet of what this is. Mm -hmm. We have what I want it to be, and because I want it to be that, sometimes I may not see you showing me who you are, what you want to do, and that really a relationship and the way I want you to relate to me is really not what you're looking for. Because that's what a relationship is. Mm. It's a big word, but at the end of the day, it's how do we relate to one another? So if I want you to relate to me as my man, but you don't want to be my man, we, we, we don't even have the same objective. Mm-hmm. So then when you're dating a lot of other people, and I find out that you're dating a lot of other people, In fairness, I may want to give you a a negative title of you played me, you weren't honest, but we didn't have a negotiated agreement. Mm. So I don't even really know what we had. So one of the things that we say is, you know, don't assume that what you're experiencing is what that person is experiencing. They right there. Make sure that that you have a negotiated agreement with this person. 
And the, and the thing is, a lot of times, women don't ask questions that they already know the answer to in their gut. Right? Mm. They can feel it. Mm-hmm. But they don't want to ask the question, so they make assumptions. Mm-hmm. And we know what happens when you make assumptions. And then the other thing is, women are cultured to be in relationship. Right? So we have a hard time dating multiple people. Unless we've been hurt and we've been through some things, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's difficult for a lot of women to date multiple people. So if we start dating and I like you, we go together. I'm just going to make that assumption. I'm going to cut <laughs> everybody else off. Right, right. Right? And I'm gonna, just going to wait for you to call. Yeah. Even though you and I have not had a discussion and an agreement that we are in a monogamous relationship. I'm just assuming that. Now, when you only call me on Tuesdays Mm. and you only have time Mm. for me on Tuesdays, right? My gut says somebody else is getting Mondays. Somebody else is getting Wednesdays, right? Thursday, somebody. But I don't want the answer to that question. No, I'm very busy. See, baby, look, listen, I'm I'm just busy. You know, I'm building Mm -hmm. this business right now. I'm... Mm -hmm. You know, I, I got work during the day, you know what I'm saying? And my, my, my baby mama, I got to make sure I get the kids. So, and and the, the process is that little voice in the back of my head said, this joker lying. <laughs> right. But we right. press override on that. Yeah. Because we, press- we don't want you to be lying. Yeah. Because the lying is going to hurt us. Mm-hmm. Right? But what we say is live in truth and authenticity. Grown girls know the difference between a temptation and a legitimate offer. Mm -hmm. Have Mm -hmm. you been given a legitimate offer? And what's the offer, right? If if we've not talked about being in a relationship, Mm -hmm. then whatever we're doing is temptation. Mm. There's no offer on the table. Mm -hmm. And Crystal, in terms of intuition, how much should a woman rely on her intuition? Because, I mean, can't intuition get you kind of mixed up or, you know, involved in some false accusations potentially? It can if you're not doing your work to understand if it's a trauma response mm-hmm. or if it's truly into intuition, right? Okay. But if your intuition is peaked, investigate it. Now, okay, so it's levels of investigation. Mm-hmm. So is that just as simple as asking a couple additional questions, or is that like all the way up to following this person? Oh, absolutely fo- look, not. Going through their phone? We, no, we don't do that. We don't okay. do that. Grown girls don't do that. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Ask the questions. Yeah. Okay. Give the person the opportunity to respond, right? And then look at the evidence of how they are showing up for you. Because people can say a lot of things. Yep. But what is the evidence of how they are actually showing up for you? If you're in a relationship with a man, so you guys tell me. If you have a woman you really like and you want to be with, you're going to pursue her, right? Yeah. yeah. She's not going to have to chase you down. <clears throat> so if you're in a relationship with a man and you're chasing him down, what is that evidence telling you? And stop making stuff up. Stop making reasons why he can't show up for you. Mm -hmm. Because if a man is really interested in you, he wants nothing better than to show up for you, grind with you in mind, Mm -hmm. make plans with you in mind, have a vision with you in mind, 
if he doesn't have any of that, it's because he may not be that into you or he may not want what you want. He's going after something different. And we have to respect that because I can't make you want what I want. Mm -hmm. there's, there's nothing that I can do to sustain that over time. Now, it, it may work a trick here or two, mm -hmm. a couple of times, mm -hmm. but it's not sustainable. Mm -hmm. So it's better to be in an authentic space to really listen to how people are showing up. It's, it's talking to you. Most people show up non-verbally before they ever say a word. Mm. So if you have a flat and he cannot be found, that's not <laughs> your man. Mm -hmm. mm. And a lot of times when women go down the road of following a man and, right. and going through all of going through his phone now, it's because you've lent him something you can't afford to give. Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. You've lent him your body or your emotions that you can't afford to give, you didn't have an agreement with him that he would be safe, that that would be a safe space for that. Mm. So now you're mad. Mm. And you're going down this path of danger and destruction with somebody that you really don't have a legitimate offer with. So let me ask you this, because here's the thing. In my experience, mm -hmm. I must say to some degree, I feel like women, they kind of like to chase a little. Okay. Now, now I, you let me know, is that toxic that women kind of like the mystery of kind of knowing what's going on with this man? They can't quite get their hands all the way on him. Is that a toxic trait of, of women or is that signs of an unhealthy woman or is that just a woman's nature to like that mystery and kind of cat and mouse of, you know, getting a man? All right. You ready for me to spit some game? Let's get I'm it. Ready. Let's That's go. why you're here. All right. So as children, we take on four different roles in our family, right? One of four different roles. Either you are the brilliant one, and this is men and women. You are the brilliant one. You get praised for getting good grades, sports, whatever. You get praised for achievement. You're the caretaker. You take care of everybody. You're selfless. You look out for everybody else, right? Mm -hmm. You're the needy one. Maybe you're sickly, needy, you always need attention, or you're destructive. Wow. You get praise for getting in trouble. You're the one the teacher's always calling about. You staying out all night, right? Because you're like, look, she's a smart one. He's the one. Wow. <laughs> right? So I'm just going to act out, and that's how I'll get my attention. So those are the four roles that we take on as children, one mm. or the other, Right. And what happens is when we grow up, we're still in those roles. Mm. So smart, high achieving women, women who are caretakers, loving, right? If you are smart and you are the Olivia Pope for everybody, you solving everybody's <laughs> problems, right? right? What are you looking for? Something you can fix. Damn. And you're looking for that in a relationship. You don't even realize you're attracting that to yourself, but it validates and affirms you when you gotta fix a man's credit, when you gotta pay his bills, when you gotta pay his rent, when you gotta help him with his child support. You complaining, but secretly inside, you don't even realize how that's affirming the role you've been playing your entire life. If you're that caretaker woman that has always taken care of your family, everybody in the, in the family look to you, to you the last one to, to eat, right? Mm -hmm. You making sure everybody else is good. 
you look for somebody who needs to be taken care of, somebody who's needy, right? This is, this is how we attract other people in our lives, and we don't realize that we're doing it. So you always look, why do women, why do these good women attract, attract the these guy. bad boys and mm. the same man over and over and over again, but a different name? It's what is affirming you. You just don't realize it. So you've got to change your appetite. You've got to change your appetite. You've got to do your work and realize, oh, okay, that's why I'm doing that. I've been cultured in that self-betrayal. That's um change your appetite. Yeah, yeah. There's some brothers that need to change their appetite. Right, it's right. The, you see how it worked both ways? And yeah. we got to change the bait. Yes. We talk about change, change the bait, the bait yeah. all the time. You can't use what you use to catch catfish to try to catch bass, mm. right? And a lot of times we don't realize we're putting out the same bait. We're putting out the same conversation. We're putting out the same nonverbal communication. We don't have boundaries, but we want somebody that follows and follows rules. I don't have no boundaries though. All of the things that are gonna get me what I want those are not the things that I'm using to create this relationship. So then I'm mad because I keep catching catfish, but I'm catching it with catfish bait. Mm. So literally, I've got to change my appetite of what's familiar, but uncomfortable and toxic, but it's familiar though. I know it, I know it well. Mm -hmm. And stop being upset with the same result when this guy comes back and says, I didn't ask you to help me with my credit. Wow. And you're mm. like, oh, mm -hmm. I'm crushed. <laughs> what do you mean? But I never asked you to help me with my child support. But you took my help. And start to say, if I want someone who is going to partner with me, I've got to understand what their capacity is to partner. Mm. So, I don't label you as a partner. I look at your capacity by your actions, your consistency, how you show up, and I say, oh, those are the qualities of somebody who can partner. Now I can see that, not just because I'm wishing on it. Let, let, let me ask you this, because uh, I don't want the thing is, because I, I get what y'all are saying, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm in agreement with it, but I don't want it to be, you know, seem like, the women are always the victims in the situation, oh, wow. right? So, you know, because both Tarshan and I, if you know, uh, dibble and dabble, I would say in some casual dating, right? Mm -hmm. And me, I'm just very I don't know honest. What this man is talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Let me tell him myself. Let me tell him myself. That is not me. I don't know what this man is talking about right now. This thing, me. I'm very transparent. I'm not mm -hmm. duplicitous or ambiguous, which some guys can be, but right. I'm very upfront about what the situation is. Mm -hmm. This is casual. I have zero intentions. This is what I want to do. But women still will still enter the relationship mm -hmm. understanding this, but it's always the same exact cycle. Over time, we have the same exact conversation same. where I'm expressing, hey, nothing has changed. That's cool. Yeah, yeah no, that's I get it. I get it. Right, I, get it. Yeah, right. I don't want nothing either. <laughs> exactly. I don't want nothing either. <laughs> but it all leads to this perpetual cycle of conversations about what's our status, where do we where stand. We? And it's mm -hmm. like, in my opinion, it's, it's, I'm thinking that this is my experience. It's like the woman 
even though you communicate these things, mm-hmm. her interpretation of that is, well, if I was just a little bit better or if I just did this thing better, then he will come around to changing his mind about that particular yeah, thing. you just hadn't met me yet. Right, mm-hmm. right. Why do women continuously put themselves in that type of situation? But here's the thing. When you first meet someone, there is hope of what could be if you and that person get along and hit it off. Mm-hmm. That's natural. Saying what you don't want, but how you relate to me doesn't speak to what you said is problematic. It's confusing. But, but, but this it's, is my it's thing. It's confusing. But, but if we are gentlemen and we treat women good mm-hmm. and we know they're going to get a great experience. Mm-hmm. But this is part of just the package mm-hmm. of me being a good cool dude so am i supposed you know do the high men- value gold package <laughs> exactly <laughs> so i mean so it's, kind of, it's almost like you say exactly what's on your mind mm-hmm. and then you just genuinely be yourself because you want to have a great experience mm-hmm. but it's like still like a level of like this it's like that's still seen as bad like well like what do you want me to do you want me to be a jerk you know you want me to not act like you know i'm enjoying myself it's, it's kind of so i'm just trying to figure out like what do you do in that situation yeah like, because if you casual date, you know it what? all comes into the same situation because, every you time. Know, because this is so true, what I've actually found that in casual dating situations, what I typically have to do to women is, like, sprinkle a bit of jerk in there. Even mm. if, And what I mean by jerk, mm. not even personality-wise, mm-hmm. I'm going to be intentionally inconsistent. Mm. I am not going to talk to you every day on the phone. Mm-hmm. You're going to call me. I'm going to make sure I miss some calls. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure I have to do things that don't lead you on. It's like I have to think for you. I literally have had women who well, have told me, Ty, listen, there's no way. I don't care. That's not what I want. What up? And I promise, like Ryan's saying, you always end up in the exact same spot. A woman's heart is just designed to care for something that she develops a relationship for. Mm-hmm. So even when women, I think even women, if y'all are one of the ladies that's saying, I think that's not even realistic to expect that you're not going to develop a relationship with a guy. Uh, especially if you start having sex casually right. mm-hmm. with somebody over time. This is not even realistic. Emotional attachment mm-hmm. is real mm-hmm. and it's healthy. You don't want to be with somebody that cannot emotionally attach. Mm. Mm-hmm. When you're talking about casually dating someone, it's not just you casually dating them. They're quote-unquote casually dating you. So you've got to also be able to pay attention because you're still responsible for what you co-create. You have co-created this. Whether or not you're like, Doc, listen, I told her this is what it was. (laughs) You're co-creating it because you are the two adults in this conversation. I wouldn't say that it's a jerk move to be inconsistent I would say what you're trying to do is create a little bit of emotional distance, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And you've got to think about why are you trying to create the emotional distance? Probably because you can see the emotional attachment that is starting to occur. Exactly. Right? Mm -hmm. Yep. So then you've got to say to yourself, what this woman wants with me and what I want with her is different. Am I now being emotionally responsible Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. A- am I being responsible? Because I can find some people mm-hmm. who want exactly what I want. They're all not going to end up in this space of be with me. I want you mm-hmm. to be with me. That's not how it works. Yeah, but do, I mean, you don't really want those. I don't think I should have said that. <laughs> but here's here's the thing that's that's great is you get to both be responsible for what you're co-creating, and you get to check in with yourself as a man, with the women that you are having casual dating relationships mm. with, and you got to be responsible with that. It's not enough to just say. Yeah, I don't want a commitment. We're casually dating, but we have sex all the time. I'm always over at your house. Mm -hmm. You're always coming over to my house, but we're not in a relationship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How we're relating is speaking to something that is more than casual. So I've got to be responsible if we've created something that has evidence of it not being casual, the data does not say casual. I cannot fall back on, but that's what I said it was. Mm-hmm. But all the data says something else. And, and it's funny to me that you said, but you don't really want the ones that can attach. So let's talk about that for a minute, right? Uh. Because you say, <laughs> you say you don't want emotional attachment, right. but you don't want a woman that doesn't want emotional attachment, and then you're saying the woman wanting emotional attachment is I a don't problem. You know, but you know, you, cause you, start, you, know, you started this show off making a statement that women that are typically healthy, you know, they're going to be able, they're not going to be able to date multiple people. That's what you said. Mm-hmm. That mean the ones that can't attach, they unhealthy. <laughs> right. So right. it's like it's like they're unstable. It's not it's that things, generalized. So you're attracted to a woman that wants emotional attachment, but yeah. you want her to not have emotional attachment. It's a paradox. That's why casual exactly. sex really does cause casualties. Like yeah. yes. it really is. Casual sex really is like a dangerous space. And, and I'm talking from a guy who Absolutely. like has indulged. It's like right. it's almost impossible to do it healthily because yes. the cycle is always two to three month cycles with yeah. every single. And then it's ones that come back, but it's the same thing. You got to start it and cut it off. That's why I said don't lend what you can't afford to give. Because you're, you're in that casual, you're lending yourself, right? That's a good point. Don't lend what you can't afford to give. But it's from both sides. We talk about it from the women's side a lot. But part of what makes this co-creation is where a lot of our men may be struggling as it relates to expressing feelings, as it relates to healthy communication, as it relates to appropriate attachment. If you think having casual sex with as many people as possible is not in any way affecting how you see relationships, affecting how you relate to women, and just one day, one day, you're just going to wake up Mm. and you're going to say, it's her. She's the one. And all of my behavior is going to stop at hello. And I'm going to have the discipline to stop the hello. Mm. I'm not going to have any temptation. Mm. I'm not going to betray myself. I'm not going to betray her. But what I've been mastering is self-betrayal. What Mm. I've been practicing 
is self-betrayal. Mm -hmm. But because it's you, it's going to be different. That's ludicrous. Mm -hmm. that, that, that doesn't... Definition of insanity. It, it, it is insanity. Because whatever we practice, we master. And when you want to pivot, you literally have to start practicing something else. You got to unlearn. You've got to shift appetite. You got to create accountability. Mm -hmm. You got to do a whole lot of stuff because just desire is not going to be enough. And it's wow. not just sex. It's so much deeper than that. It's an energy exchange. It's a spiritual exchange. Right. It's so much more to it than just casual sex. I want to, because you actually, this is a, is a popular conversation, by the way, because what I can just make out from what you just stated in, in street terms for what's rolling around the internet is brothers with an high, a high body count is going to have a very difficult time now transitioning into a solo monogamous relationship. Quincy Jones said 10,000 hours of practice makes you a master. And I'm paraphrasing, but 10,000 hours makes you a master. And whatever that is, whatever you're trying to do, if you engage in 10,000 hours of practicing that thing, you are going to be better at that thing than most people. You're going to have a level of mastery. So if what you have practiced is never being attached, good for you. Mm. When you want to attach, your mastery is in not being attached. So now you have to start developing a discipline for something else. It makes no sense to think just because of a desire of a person mm -hmm. that all of your practices, patterns, disciplines, decisions don't show up with you. It all comes with you, which is why even though you may want casual, you really have to think about what agreement am I trying to create for myself as a man or as a woman? Mm. Like, what is that? Where do I want this to go? Mm -hmm. My decisions, not her or her or him or him. What's my intention? And is that being played out in my behavior? Because if I'm saying one thing and I'm doing something else, the inauthenticity of that is real mm -hmm. and and it's gonna come back to you it just will i think i think that actually is a really good um segue to the, to the next part because i think another thing that can be a bit confusing because i think ryan talked about being just very clear about where he stands in relationships and that can still cause confusion but what can even further cause confusion is when people who are not clear Mm -hmm. People who are putting mixed signals out, people who are very ambiguous with their communication, mm -hmm. which is intentionally misleading. So now they can get what they want. I want you to give me some first if if because I know y'all work with the ladies. Mm -hmm. What are some common mixed signals that you guys hear ladies experiencing in the dating space? Inconsistency yeah. is huge. And we say it's a mixed signal. It's not a mixed signal. It's the signal you don't want. 
Mm. But it's not mixed. Mm -hmm. if, if a man cannot do what he says he's going to do, that is not mixed. That is, I do not have integrity in this context to do what I've said I'm going to do. Mm. If I never say I'm going to do anything, that is not a mixed signal. Mm -hmm. That is someone that does not want to show up in this context to do things that you may see as valuable. Mm -hmm. It's not mixed. It's not what we want it to be. That's why we've also got to look at, you know, Crystal and I talk with women a lot about how we trust. When we were growing up, you guys may say the same, you trust folks until they give you reason not to. Mm -hmm. That is the worst way to mm. decide to trust someone. Mm -hmm. There's research on this, Gottman's talked about this, all kind of stuff that goes into trust people with what they've given you evidence that they can be trusted with. Mm -hmm. So if you don't do things on time, I don't trust you with my time. I'm not mad at you that you don't do time. I accept that that's not something that I should trust you with because you don't show evidence that, that that's something that's trust. You, you're not trustworthy, mm -hmm. worthy, trustworthy in that space. So when I'm dating, I'm looking at does the evidence line up with what I value and what I want you to be trusted with in that role? I'll also add uh, what we hear a lot of is there's a lack of effort on the male part. Mm -hmm. Men say they want a relationship. They're looking for a relationship. But then they don't show any effort mm -hmm. towards building a relationship. And a lot of it is like, uh, just, just, just perfect example, just recently, um, one of our clients was sharing that she, a, a, a young man invited her on a date, right? Mm -hmm. She goes, they meet at a restaurant. She got all dressed up, bought a new outfit. They go to this restaurant, right? He shows up casually dressed, didn't put any effort into his attire for right. the date. And then as they continue talking, he's like, you want to go upstairs with me to walk my dog? I need, need to walk my dog. She's like, wait a minute, you live in this building? So literally, he invited her to, to the spot. right down that downstairs. So didn't even put enough effort into planning. Let's go. Look, right, you gotta laugh. Right, right. That's actually part of the, the, the. That's cold one. Cold one to have the date. As close as, but, as but, but, but it wasn't a good date though. Yeah, right. You gotta right, have right, a great date. Exactly. You gotta have a great date. Near. You gotta have a great date. So then, like, then, he like, still, right. he still, he still ladies, y'all listening? He didn't have fun. <laughs> 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 what? But, but no, yeah. I see. I see that it's it's a lack of effort. And oh man, first of all, that's that's a clear signal if it's a lack, lack of effort. You know, because he's just literally not even trying mm -hmm. and expecting to get what he wants. Right. And so. it's communication. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm 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 trying to see. If you're willing to buy what I'm selling. What I can get mm. for the least amount of effort. So, okay. Now, I, again, I got to speak up for the men in this situation. Because yes. men are not, or women are not the only victims of mixed signals. Absolutely. Now, um, and so I'll give you this particular scenario. 
um, dealing with a young lady, you know, and um, we talk, having a conversation. Well, she's trying to have a conversation with me about something, mm-hmm. and I'm just not in that conversation mode. Like I'm just getting, I'm getting ready to pound the work, you know, and I'm like, hey, is this urgent? She's like, no, this is not urgent. I was like, hey, well, look, give me some time. I'm gonna knock this out, and then we can have a conversation. So, you know, I go and I'm keeping moving by my day and I run into her in a different part of where we was at. And I hear her having a conversation about the same thing we just having a conversation about. Right. Now, I'm very close. So I see it's a you can see like it's a profile pic of some guy. So I'm like, yo, who's this guy? Like this to me, because in my opinion, this is her response to go into this guy because whatever for whatever reason I wasn't giving her the energy she wanted mm-hmm. and she going to this guy. I'm like I never heard of this guy before, right? No, never heard of this guy. So fast forward, I, so I, I dealt with that situation in one way, right? But I want to fast forward <laughs> to this guy that's on the phone. You, you want to fast forward? I want to fast forward. I want to talk about that with it. Well, this is the thing. This is the thing. I I I consider that like some level of disrespect and just immaturity. It's like clearly. You, Cause this thing, this is a guy. It's my space. You know what I mean. Now I understand that women have relationships with whoever they had relationships before me, mm-hmm. but in this specific thing, it was an emotional connection that I could not pick up, and she went to a guy that she considers a male friend. So this is what I want to talk about mixed signals because I have a conversation with her about her relationship with this guy. Oh no, we don't do this. I've never this I would never do nothing like that with him. Oh, I just so this is so this is who I call when, if I have this type of situation. It was all these justifications mm-hmm. for why she was talking to her friend. So was she your girlfriend? Casual? Was were you casual? Yeah, what well, in it casual? <laughs> it is casual. No, 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 Listen, it is casual, but it's still levels of engagement. It's rules of engagement. You, you can't come into my house casually and I have my side chicks right there in the living room exactly. while you in there. You can't come into my house casually. Yeah, no, no, but later so, in the day. No, 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 no. This was this was like minutes later. Okay. This is minutes later. She went to so I'm gonna give them all my business off. <laughs> <laughs> come on with it, right? So context, right, 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 right. So context is we in the den, we miss out on the emotional connection for the conversation. She goes. You know, five minutes later, I walk and I need to go into the restroom. So I knock on the door and say, hey, can I come in real quick? When I come in, she has her Bluetooth on and the phone on the counter. So I'm able to hear. I'm, I'm going by brushing my teeth. Well, she hide in the bathroom. Yeah, because I'm late on some stuff, right? Right. Well, that's, right? She right? hide in the bathroom on the phone. <laughs> right? I already know what's going on Absolutely. in there. So I go in the bathroom. Talking and she's, all and low. She, she, well, no, no. She wasn't necessarily talking low. She's having this open conversation, but talking about the same things. Mm -hmm. So that's when I present, who is this person? So she's like, okay, hey, let me get off the phone. And that's when we proceed to have the conversation. Mm -hmm. Now, I have a lot of issues with that. But that's not what I want to talk about. (laughs) What I want to talk about is that she, she actually tried to convince me that this was a plutonic relationship and that this person was just friends. But I know how men are. Mm-hmm. This is a heterosexual man that was not mentioned and brought into what I consider my house, my place. So I consider that inappropriate. And the thing is, this man, I do believe, I honestly believe that she was not sexually involved with this man. Mm-hmm. I do genuinely believe that. <laughs> but, right, 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 right. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt, mm-hmm. right? Now, my thing is, but my, the problem is women who think that these relationships are nothing and just plutonic. I 
communicate to men that if they're in this type of relationship, this could be the woman putting you in a the friend zone mm-hmm. for solely to depend on you for emotional support without reciprocating that support in the form of intimacy. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the exact situation with this dude. And I think that it's more than likely she has, just like a lot of women, has multiple guys that are in that fulfill this space in her life that she can lean on whenever she's going through stuff, whenever her the current dude that she really likes and really wants to be intimate with is giving her some sort of issue. Mm-hmm. So do you think that most women... Or one, do you think that that's a form of manipulation from a woman? And two, do you think that men and women can actually have healthy plutonic relationships while they're involved intimately with their, you know, their partner? A hundred percent. Yes, a hundred percent. Hundred percent that this is manipulation. No, hundred percent. Women can have platonic relationships with men while they are in another relationship, a healthy relationship. What, what does that even look like? What is friendship? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. What is that? What's a friend? Mm. I think a fr- I think a friendship comes with a level of obviously some it's it's non sexual intimacy, but it is a level of it's an intimate space. It's like a level of depth that you've achieved in this person. You've created an environment with this person mm-hmm. where there's trust involved, mm-hmm. right? Where there's some level of loyalty involved, mm-hmm. and like there's this social contract that you guys have with each yes. other, right? To to obey with one another. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I see I see how that can be dangerous though for certain relationships, especially for the relationships that's not necessarily in in the best place mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at a certain time. Mm-hmm. And somebody's not getting their needs met and they can go somewhere else to get needs met mm-hmm. that's not being met where they probably should be getting met so they go elsewhere so it's but we're mixing <sighs> bananas potato chips and gatorade mm-hmm. let's just let's just talk about that context of friendship mm-hmm. and what is that and is that am i allowed to have any support system outside of you Especially when you don't want to be my full support system. Yes, you are. Just not in my spot. Your though. pastor, your mama, your right. daddy, so, your so uncle, wait, so your wait. brother, your that's women. A, your. So that's a good point. So you want me to hide? Do you want me to lie? Do you want me to be inauthentic? Because to be authentic, I can't always be in a place of proving, hiding, defending, or protecting. For people, we know authenticity is a huge buzzword right now. And folk are like, well, how, how, how do I know if I'm being authentic? If you're hiding, protecting, proving, or defending, you're not being authentic. Mm -hmm. Because you will notice how things shift in your body, in your mind, in your behavior, when you are not doing any of those things. Mm. You are just being honest, transparent, and authentic. So if I have to do those things with you, one of the things that you're asking me to do is to not let you see me because of something that's happening with you. And that's more about you than it, than is, it is about, about the other person. Oh, no. No. <laughs> no. It, 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 it kind of is mm-hmm. because we talk to 
women all the time. It, they like, after two years of dating, shouldn't we be getting married? Shouldn't we be getting engaged? And we say, That's the going time have right you now. met? And they're like, we just told you. We've been dating for two years. Mm -hmm. We got that. When did you meet? Two years ago. No. When did you meet each other? Without the mask, without having to hide stuff, mm -hmm. without having to prove stuff, without having to defend stuff, without having to protect stuff, where you're just like maskless. This is me. This is you. Probably about a year ago. Okay, then talk to me in a year. Because mm -hmm. that's when your two years started, a year ago. And the, the thing is, the reason why I said it's more about you than it is about her mm. is because we naturally expect people to do what we would do. Mm. That's naturally. true. Right? That's true. Naturally. So you like, ain't no way I got somebody on my phone that I yeah. can talk to and that ain't a potential. Honestly, the high expectation for me when I seen that was just like, oh, it honestly, it was like I really didn't have no patience for it because I strongly felt that if that was my reasoning, if I would not do that in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and look at what he said. Look at what he said. He said, she hiding in the back. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. It was because it's she, your you, you put your expectation on, on that, that person. person. But it, it, but just, it did seem, a, it did seem a, remember when you talk about hiding? It just, that didn't seem very open to me. Because if you got to go in the bathroom to have a certain conversation, that's not you being very but open with that. But when he walked that. in, she didn't get off she the phone. She didn't get off the phone? She didn't. The phone she is didn't. on the it's counter. On the, face up. She, she got the Bluetooth. It's she wasn't on the trying. Counter. She wasn't trying to hide. Her thing know? was she genuinely did not view that as inappropriate. That's that's her. That's the claim. No, cool. No, and no, and, no, and, she, and but, it may not have been inappropriate okay. at all. Now, let's say that's true, right? I just think, what about this? Let's say my lady walks in and says... Babe, what you think I should wear? How, how do you like this? You think this look good? Mm -hmm. I say, yeah, 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 yeah. Wear that one right there. She says, okay. Even if it's her dad, call her dad on FaceTime. Right after. What do you think? Dad, what you think about this right here? What do you think about this right here? What do you think? I First of all, I'm not saying that what was what, what happened could have been this act of betrayal, but I do think there's levels of respect. Yes. Yes. That shit happened and you gotta you gotta kinda know You don't when gotta kinda things know things no. are You got you gotta communicate because right. you come from a very different place than where I come from. That's a good point. You mm -hmm. come so from we a define different, respect differently. Yeah. We gotta co create it. That's which a good is point. why communication is so important. So what would have happened if you walked in, you saw what the play was, but you said I don't have to decide what this is. I can ask, and whatever she says, I can receive that, give it a little bit of room, and then come back and let her know how I felt about that. Mm. And be able to say, so listen, you wanted some support from me. I wasn't able to give it to you at the time. Mm -hmm. okay. I felt like what you did was you went to the next option. And you sidelined me. Mm -hmm. And this is how I felt oh. I was treated in that moment. Talk about it. Just because that's what you feel, feelings are not facts. And disrespect is a surface level emotion. Absolutely. What's under that? What's your fear beneath that? Mm. 
Because that's not the only interpretation. Don't be that. looking in my eyes like that. <laughs> right, 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 right. Don't be trying to figure me right, out. Right. But, but it's not the only interpretation. And we got to recognize when we say things like, nah, that would be disrespect to everybody. No, it wouldn't. We come with our experiences that help us decide what we're looking at. Well, let me ask you this. Do you think it's healthy for women to maintain one relationship or multiple relationships? Like, is it healthy for them to, for them to have guys that are they're not sexually active with, relying on them for this level of emotional support? As long as they have healthy boundaries, absolutely. But is that not manipulative? Because this, so do, is I mean, it not manipulative for you to say I want to be I want to have casual relationship with you with no emotion, <laughs> but I want you to be emotional. I want you to want me like that, but and then I want to give it to you when I want to give it to you, and I need you to wait until I can give it yeah. to you. Yeah, okay. it, no, casual sex is there's definitely some manipulation about the casual casual sex, and that's why I say it's, it's, it's casualties. So uh, yeah, let me know this. All right, let's talk, let's get back to coaching them up. How do I figure out mm-hmm. the intentions of the person that I'm dealing with with absolute clarity? How do I go about doing that? The trust metric that, that we've talked about here is a big deal. It's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times we get into situations where if we're paying attention and if we're believing what we're experiencing and the data, that's what dating is. It's collecting data. All of the data matters. You should not just throw out piles of data because you think this person is cute. Mm. That's not wise for you and your mental well-being. You can't throw all of the data out because you've decided that this is the end game you want because if you do that, you're missing red flags, yellow flags, purple flags. It's all kind of stuff on the play. But, but you're like, well, I didn't see that. No, you didn't want to see that. And mm-hmm. have you ever walked in somebody's house and they had a blank canvas hanging on the wall? No. Exactly, exactly. Because people like to fill in the blanks. They don't like blank canvases. Mm -hmm. They want to put some color on it, right? So we have to stop. If somebody shows up, you show up in a red shirt, right? Mm -hmm. I see you're wearing a red shirt. I'm not, but I don't want, I don't like red. So I'm just going to paint your shirt green, right? Mm -hmm. That's what they're doing. They will take the crayons, the colors, and paint your canvas the colors that they wanted to be instead of seeing what actually is. Trust what you see. Ask the right questions. Believe what you hear. Don't fill in the blanks. If there's blanks, ask more questions. We say it all the time. Color on your paper. Mm. Don't color on his paper. Keep your hands to yourself. Don't color on his paper. He, he is going to let you know who he is. He'll fill in the blanks. He's going to fill it in. Believe what he fills in. And if he leaves spaces intentionally blank, mm. it is for a reason. Those are the mixed signals. There right? you go. You get to say, hmm, let me give him some time until he can fill that in. Yeah. He don't want to fill that in for me right now. It's cool. Mm. But it just being blank space 
It's not blank. He just doesn't want to share what's in that space right now. Mm. I shouldn't have to make huge decisions or pressure myself to make huge decisions when you haven't shown me who you are. And I don't want to buy an incomplete work. So I'll wait till you fill in the blanks. Mm. Crystal, let me ask you this, because you mentioned about that, you know, typical women don't want to date multiple men. Mm -hmm. You know, they just want to love on one and have that one. Do you think that it's healthy for women to date multiple men? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. We highly encourage the women in our tribe to date multiple men. What does that look because like? Because dating, that, what is dating? Dating is collecting, collecting data, data, right? Mm -hmm. Collecting data. So you're going out with multiple people. You're learning about them. You're learning about yourself. You're having some fun. You're figuring out what you like, what you don't like. You're not committed to this person, right? You're just learning. You're collecting data so you can make an informed decision. What a lot of women do is go out on a few dates and then the one they like the most, they just try and rock it out till they figure out whether or not this can be something solid, right? It's a lot behind that. Women, we're cultured, if you date multiple men, you a hoe, you right? Mm. You, you, right, right, <laughs> right? right. But there's a whole lot of uh, stigmas behind a woman who is free and liberated enough to explore and collect data to make an informed decision. But we highly encourage it. Yeah. There's, that's liberation. Is that the same for men too? Absolutely. M men have been doing that for They've centuries. been doing it. Okay. So when It's does... celebrated for men to do it. Yeah. Sow your wild oats, <laughs> right? Men start sowing their wild oats from 13 little, little boys. But if a woman is sowing her wild oats, She's looked at oh, differently, so, so right? You, you recommend, so you don't think it's any, so while she's also vetting and getting data, sex, do you advise that they keep away from sex or like, do you don't we, think that, that affects the process? We advise that you have healthy boundaries because that whole casual, all the casual conversation, it ain't casual. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. People are hurting people left and right. You're right. And yep. our people, especially come from trauma mm -hmm. a lot of trauma is is part of our dynamic in history so when you talk about betrayal when you talk about um, deception when you talk about being inauthentic all of these things a lot of times come with the casual stuff because you can't be authentic to not hide protect prove or defend so even the setup it, it it sounds cute but it's harmful after a certain point because it's unrealistic mm -hmm. and you're watching it play out when you first met this young lady it was cool it was casual now you notice she makes plans with an intention to be caring towards you mm. What does that look like? So, hey, Ryan, hey, babe, I cooked. If you want something to eat before you shoot tonight, come by. I'll make you a plate. Mm. Oh, yeah. And and depending on who it is and when it comes, it could be, oh, 
Yeah, or it could be, oh, God, damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but listen, listen, it's, it's mm-hmm. a lead up, it's a dance to let you know I care about you yeah. and I enjoy you being in my space. So when you say, but six weeks ago, Ma, I told you I wanted something casual. All of the data has been saying to you, we are taking a journey. You at some point, if you're gonna be responsible, you gotta be able to say, hmm, that was different than three weeks ago. This is different than six weeks ago. This is not casual anymore. What is it that I want? Mm -hmm. I don't want anything beyond casual with this person. So I'm not gonna take the perks. I'm not going to take the goodies. I'm not going to do that. Because if I do that, I'm creating a a cycle of trauma Mm. and drama, right? Not just for her, but for myself. Because what you do, it's a circle. Everything is a circle. It's going to come back to you in another form when you don't expect it. So we tell women, just like Crystal said, don't be alone and stuff that you can't give. You don't want a casual relationship that is sexually casual. Don't have one. And it's a mask. It's a mask. Women will put on the mask that says, it's okay, you say you don't want anything. Okay, look, I'm tired of being alone. He's a nice guy. I really like him. Okay, I don't want anything serious either. It's a mask. But what does a woman look like that cannot emotionally attach but wants to be in relationship with you that's not the one that you don't want what does that woman look like she okay so what is the woman that look that is emotionally healthy mm-hmm. so she's gonna i mean she's gonna be ready to give it all to you you know she's gonna be very open and emotionally vulnerable mm-hmm. she's gonna really try to study you to try to figure out where she can kind of you know get in where she fit in mm-hmm. uh to try to bring you that value She's going to, it's like, she's now she's waiting for your, I mean, especially it depends on kind of where you at with things. Now she's like wanting you to tell her like how the day is going to go, you know, depending on the whole weekend. Or, I mean, it's good. Like, that's what I can say. That's all I can say. A healthy woman is like an experience until the experience goes past, you know, the few days that you want to experience it. Is that healthy? I mean, I a healthy woman in a casual experience is never healthy. I mean, even for two, her, two for healthy her. people in a casual experience. Mm-hmm. You know, why? that's what. But but why? Because we keep trying to sell casual like it's so it, great. It's the best thing. It really is not great. I was just telling Tashawn about this. Like it's yeah. really not great. It's like not right. great. it's very stressful. Let's be honest. It's it's very great. stressful. No, it's yeah. stressful. And, and when you get to a point you know one of the things that makes our business relationship so cool is that i don't wear the mask with her yep i don't wear any of the masks masks with her the doctor mask whatever the mask is of choice of the day i do not wear it with her there is something that is so freeing about being able to be fully authentically yourself respected, loved, regarded, not judged, trusted, all the good stuff. 
So when we try to say that the opposite is the good good, mm. that ain't the yummy. The casual is not the yummy. It often perpetuates trauma. It does, because after a while, mm-hmm. you're like, man, she could really cook, though. It's manipulation. I don't, I don't yeah. really want to be with and her. you will stay around for the, just for the resource. But, but yeah, she, I just want what you can do, mm-hmm. but I don't want who, who you who really you are. are. That's problematic. So let's, so, so fix, let's fix this right now, because for my guys out here yeah. that want multiple women, yeah. they like having a variety, mm-hmm. right? The women who love the players, they love the the men who can, uh, you know, they know they don't need right. and probably won't end up how it should, mm-hmm. but they just can't help but to be attracted to this person. How do you now begin to curb your appetite in the dating space? How does that work? Do your work. Do your work. Do your work. Do your work to understand why you make the decisions that you make. Like we talked about how we are affirmed. How what what roles are we playing? Understand your your psychological, you know your traumas, and how are they informing your decisions? Do your work to understand what it is you really want, and how to set boundaries, and how to be vulnerable, and how to be transparent and communicate what it is you want. It starts with you. We can't change anybody else. Mm-hmm. And you have to realize that that's part of the that's part of the process is understanding, you know, you want this man, but you see he's a player. You can't change him. It doesn't matter how fine you are. It doesn't matter how 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 shapely you are, how good you can cook. I don't care what kind of skills you have. You cannot change a man that has a selfish appetite. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You can't change him, right? So understanding that the only person you can change is yourself and being honest with yourself about what it is you really want. And stop eating the McDonald's hamburgers when you want prime rib. Damn. That's That's what you want. Be true to yourself. Why is that? Why, why why is that bringing that nonverbal reaction? Because it is one thousand percent true, and the thing is, I'm just kind of I'm just at a loss because on one hand, when I speak to women, I'm like, yo, because they're telling me about these bad experiences they're having with these men. Yeah. So in my mind, I'm very logical. I'm like, yo, you need to get out there and get more aggressive and date more men. But then, on the other hand, I think, you know. I personally just wouldn't want to know if a woman is dating a lot of men because it, it gives me kind of these predisposed dispositions about it. And um, I think also just because they can get hurt because they go out there and they date these numbers of men, so many casual situations turn into just complete obliteration and just... Like going on to the battlefield. It, yeah, it's just trauma. And so many... And they can date 10 dudes and just one, just one dude right. can ruin a woman's entire perspective on healthy relationships and what's actually possible. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But, but we would contend that often so much for us because of trauma on the male and female side has already been mixed up like spaghetti before we're even in the conversation of dating Mm -hmm. 10 Facts. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So what we say is, you know, the guy that is like, you said, he just 
has that appetite. He just needs to sleep with everything that is moving. It's trauma. Mm. We don't want to call it that because mm -hmm. that's not sexy to call it that. Where did that start? Right. Where he has no emotional attachment to anybody. Everybody is disposable or they are conquered. I don't ever have to even see you again. I just need to conquer you. Where is it coming from? So often we have traumas, especially in our community as kids, that drive our car when we're adults. Mm -hmm. So your five-year-old self is making all kind of decisions for your 35-year-old self. Mm -hmm. And when she meets you, she thinks she's dating your 35-year-old self. Mm. But really, she's dating your five-year-old self. Mm. And your actions are speaking to that because some of the things that should bring you peace, you're still in pieces, but you want her to believe that what she is asking for or what he is asking for is unnatural. When really, the casual thing is what's unnatural. We, we've created something, we put a good brand on it, a good label on it, but when you pull people aside and we sit down and have intimate, honest communication, folk be like, it ain't that great. So, okay, so is this the same situation? Because with me, I don't want to sleep with a lot of women. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I have to move on from women because if the emotional attachment gets too much, it's just, it's just not something I want, right? Mm -hmm. And um, also, I don't want to hurt women's feelings because I know that I'm also out here causing a level of trauma. The same trauma that we fighting against, mm -hmm. I'm like, yo, don't mess with dudes like me. That's what I'm telling women. Don't mess with dudes like me. But I don't intend to be that person. But I also don't want a long-term relationship. And I want sex. Mm -hmm. So, like, what, <laughs> what do I do? So, the coolest thing that we talk about is community. Mm -hmm. One of the beauties of community is to be able to create opportunities where you've got allies, sponsors, friends, coaches. You're building your team. Mm -hmm. Like this is your advisory team mm -hmm. that can really talk to you about the cost of not being in a place where you're whole and healed and what it looks like and how it manifests. Mm. It looks a little different for men and women at times, mm -hmm. but there are things that we'll say that will tell on us. You said the emotional attachment, I don't, I don't want that. Mm -hmm. You're a good dude. You are so normal in so many other dudes that feel the same way because with that access, mm -hmm. there's a level of responsibility. Right. Yeah. Right? Right. Because the challenge is respect and responsibility are like fraternal twins. Real hard to get one without the other. Mm -hmm. If you don't want any responsibility, Respect is, is not going to hang out for long because the two together is what makes it good and sustainable and yummy. Mm -hmm. When you're willing to say, so that's what I want, but why do I want it? 
Where did that appetite come from? Mm-hmm. That's when you're onto something. Right. Because all of us have to be willing to say, I know my stuff is jacked up. I know it is. And it's not personal. It was passed down. We can get real deep. It was passed down. So if I just assume there are some things that have caused me pain that consciously or subconsciously I'm not trying to engage in that pain again, now I'm growing up my five-year-old self and saying, yo, you ain't got no license. You cannot drive my car. You are my five-year-old self who experienced a lot of trauma, who experienced rejection, who experienced a lot of stuff, but I can't let you drive me because you ain't got no license. You're going to continue to have me missing really good opportunities, Mm -hmm. really good growth spurts, really good things that are going to make my heart feel like I am really a man, not just a male or chronologically aged. There is a difference. But if we don't get to the point where we could talk about what creates the appetite that we have, mm. mm-hmm. then, then where we are is, look, I don't really want those attachments. I just want sex and I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. So you're casually causing casualties. Right. Because you're not willing to stop and do the work and understand mm. what is my fear about being emotionally attached? What is my fear about being in a relationship? As what? I relate. As I relate with to it. different people. Because you in a relationship with all of them people. Whether, yeah. yeah. Whether you like it or not. Whether, Whether you like it, it or not. Label it as such or not. Exactly. And it's dangerous, mm-hmm. too. It's, it's so dangerous. I was telling Tyshawn this because every time now. So this is what I used to think. I used to just be very stupid in this way because... What I used to think is, well, I don't think I could ever get trapped or put in a bad situation because I don't really got enough. And when I started, when I just dealt with somebody really off the chain is when I started realizing, like, even with what I consider the little I got, Mm -hmm. somebody, they want that and they will take it there. Mm -hmm. So it's very risky even when we're putting ourselves out there and having these dating casually because somebody could really, we could put ourselves in a situation where it could literally change our entire lives and trajectory of our lives. We have a baby or you you get some kind of um, incurable situation Mm -hmm. and just the many things that can can come with that. So now I I am uh, in this place where I'm really considering like is, is casual situation even you know, even worth the risk. And, even, and if you really want to win, like, if you're like, listen, first of all, I'm that dude. I'm a good guy, good-hearted guy, smart guy, ambitious guy. I am a legacy maker. Right. That's who I am. I'm a legacy. The casual, all those titles, I'm a legacy maker. Mm-hmm. Let me figure out what is going on with me that has not yet been healed for where I am in my manhood today. Let me figure that out. Date people, yeah. For for the women, we say all the time, you gotta keep yourself safe. Mm -hmm. So you have to have boundaries, you have to make good decisions. You can't meet people one time online, have one sentence conversation, and then you're going to their home. Because you don't, you don't have any reason to trust. 
them. There's no data or evidence that says I should trust you. So we all have to be in the space when you talk about the woman and you talk about the man to say, first of all, who am I in this conversation? Because I'm co-creating it. Mm-hmm. Second of all, who do I want to be as my most authentic self when I'm not doing all of that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Third of all, what's not healed? Point blank, what's not healed? I'm in therapy. Dope. So dope. Because mm-hmm. I don't have to have all the answers. I love therapy. Yeah. I've been in and out of therapy since probably 18 years old. Wow. It's amazing. Like three or four times in my life. Because mm-hmm. I was like, these people out here mm-hmm. are for real. These people in my family are for real. These people in life, life is life in. And I don't want my trauma making decisions for me. Mm-hmm. I want to make decisions for me. Mm-hmm. Which means I got to walk it out, talk it out, figure it out, so I don't make decisions that are long-lasting. And then I'm like, why did I do that? I should have known better. But I didn't know better because I wasn't doing my work to know better. Mm-hmm. Mm. That will help us so much because I promise you, it's some people you won't even casually date once you've done your work. Mm-hmm. You ain't mm-hmm. casually dating them. Mm-hmm. You're right about that. Period. Yeah, you're right you, about you're that. not doing it because you're like where I am and where this could grow to. We can't start here. We, you, you ain't my yeah. tribe. You know the, the the reality of the situation is a lot of the guys that I know that casually date, you know myself, Ryan included. It's interesting because I roll with some like real like dudes that's moving Mm -hmm. with intention in life. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting how I think it might be trauma. I'm not not exactly what it is, but it's so interesting how someone can operate with such level of vision, intention, and discipline, and like this, this, this discernment in one area, and in a completely, in a completely, in a whole nother area, It'd be completely casual, just like absolutely no intention mm-hmm. whatsoever. Undisciplined. And yep. Undisciplined. I do, I, 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 that, that's a disconnect. There's like, there is like a level of double mindedness in that because mm-hmm. I think at a man's sharpest, there is a level of intention in all areas of his life. Right. Where absolutely. Like, right. Where he's absolutely. truly, he's like fully pointed. Absolutely. And like, he's literally using all of his energy and driving it in one direction. And that's the most dangerous man. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where everybody should aspire to get to. And that's not even me. Listen, if you having casual sex, whatever the case is, this is not a shot, but it is a, a statement for you to know that there are levels to ascend to. Right. There are right. levels. Right. And it's, it's levels of even the word itself, casual. You don't even want to be considered casual right. in Ever. any level, right. in any area of your life. Absolutely. You want to be considered fully intentional in all areas of your life. And that's just, you know, the place that we got to work to get to. Yeah. Which means you can't hide from things that hurt. And if nothing hurts you, that's a sign. Mm-hmm. Probably like, don't, don't let it hurt me. Mm-hmm. That's not the thing that you want to advertise because then that means you cut off from your feelings. Right. Mm-hmm. You got to have feelings if you're human. But when you've practiced that, especially as men, we laugh all the time. We're like... Men practice, especially in our community, all their lives to not have feelings. Mm-hmm. 
when a girl really likes you, the first thing she wants to know is, how do you feel about me? Yeah, and You're every like, day after that. I've been mm -hmm. practicing my mm -hmm. whole life to not to have feelings, and the first thing the girl that likes me and I like wants to know is, how do I feel? Because the truth is, you should know how you feel, and if you've practiced it, you've got some language. You got some words that can speak to other than just mad and sad. You've got some words. So literally, we gotta shift this whole narrative. Like we gotta shake it up with the stuff that we're selling as cool that most people ain't really enjoying. The stuff that we're saying is your highest and your best that ain't getting you to your highest and your best. And the highest level of energy is love. All day. So if you are running from love, you're self-betraying. Mm. We were all created to be to loved and to love. That's the highest level of energy. So if you're avoiding that at all costs, you're cheating yourself. And that's a, that's a form of sabotage. Mm. To, to yourself. They, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all speaking to souls. They got a way about themselves opening people up. They so do. They never come. We can't let y'all come up here again. <laughs> they do. <laughs> y'all trying to expose us. First and last, ladies. Hope y'all enjoyed it. <laughs> right, right. Hope y'all enjoyed it. Right. We, we got to be transparent with each other. We yeah. love you guys. Yeah. We love what you're doing. Yeah. And we, we speak with transparency because what we know is. It gives other people permission yeah. to do the same. The yummy, when we talk about your ultimate, most meaningful yet, that acronym means something to us because the more we can be transparent, the more you can be transparent. And that's friendship. That's how yeah. friendships start. So even if, you know, some folk are probably like, did Dr. Nicole say she in therapy? Yeah, so you can have permission to go get you some. And me too. Go get <laughs> you wow. some. Yes. Get your team. So this way, you don't have to make lifelong decisions from a place that's not fully you. A lot of people in relationships, they mad because they made the decision when they weren't fully them. Now, 40, year, 40 years old making ninth grade decisions. Yeah. Wow. It's, 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 it's for real. Mm -hmm. And it's good. Yeah. So let's, let's you, let's you, let us heal, okay? Let you please <laughs> do something for our people. Yeah, we need yes. that. Who have yes. sat here all the way, making it to the end of this conversation, yeah. who know this message was for them. And they need this. The good news is, y'all, listen, ladies, these beautiful ladies here on this platform have been giving transformations to women all around the country, mm -hmm. helping them get to destinations they wasn't going to get by themselves. I want you to please talk to my people mm. about this program that I had to make sure you brought to them. <laughs> In a very special way. Yeah. So tell them, tell the people what y'all got going on. They need to know. We've got the Heart of the Matter program that we're super excited about because people always talk about how. Like, I want to do what's best for me. But I'm working with gum, bubble gum in the back of a shoe. Mm. Yeah. And I'm not even ashamed to say that. Yeah. I know what I want to build, but the distance between what I want to build and what I have to build it may not always be there in relationships. 
So what we say is we, we got tools mm. that are proven that are going to help you not date the same person over and over again, help you change your narrative, change how you're moving and how you're showing up. And if you're in a relationship, our Couples Heart of the Matter program, we got a singles program and a couples program. It's going to fill your toolbox with so much stuff. You're going to fight differently. If every time you fight, you fight at the mat, not the table, you're going to beat each other up so bad that you won't be able to be for each other or your family what you promised or what you deserve. Mm. So we've just created a program to give people some stuff that's going to change the game for them Mm. so that they can be behind the driver's seat and put their five-year-old self with a blanket in the back Mm. and be like, I got you. You comfortable? You need a pillow? I'm good, but I'm going to drive. I got the license, and I'm going to drive. And I'm going to do some things differently than what I learned, than what I saw, than what I witnessed but wasn't supposed to see. Mm. I'm going to do it differently for me. Is this for like this, my, my single ladies? Is this for single my married ladies. couples? We have two programs, one for the singles and, and one, one for, for the couples. couples. Mm. And these programs, the Harder to Matter programs, are based on science. Absolutely. Right? And it really helps you to understand um, the things that will tear a relationship house to the ground, burn it to the ground. Understanding, understanding we, don't, we only know what we know. We don't know what we don't, don't know. So when you have the tools and you can recognize the things in a person, you can recognize what will harm you. You can recognize what's not safe, right? You can recognize when somebody's wearing a mask versus being authentic. And the same for yourself. You're coming from an authentic space. This program is going to have you... Uh, in conversations that we normally don't have. I love this conversation we just love had, it. right? Yes, so Th- good. This is a conversation that we normally don't have, men and women sitting down and really talking and not condemning one another, mm-hmm. not saying men are bad, women are bad, not condemning one another, but understanding the science behind it, understanding why we do what we do. That's what this program helps you to do. Really get to the to a common understanding so that we can unlearn the unhealthy, learn some healthy things, and then refreeze some good patterns. Mm. And know when you're entertaining some patterns that you shouldn't. It's some patterns, if you see it from the door, I don't care how cute, I don't care how sexy she is, you should not keep moving forward. To know that is a game changer. To know some of that stuff, to be able to say, you know, your pattern of communication is this. Man, that's, that's like at the top when it comes to divorce. Mm-hmm. And we just dating. Mm-hmm. We just two months in. To be able to see that and understand what you're looking at and see it in yourself, game changing. So that's what the program is about. It's a safe space, Mm -hmm. it's digital, so you can do it in in your comfort of your home, in your safe, Mm -hmm. you know, haven, Mm -hmm. 
and really have the conversations that, that you should be having mm -hmm. if you want something good. And, I, th and I, <clears throat> I think we was even able to get like a special Absolutely. special discount for a hardly initiated. That's mandatory. Initiate for the folks. I think, okay. Yeah. We know who we're dealing yeah. with. Okay. Yeah. So we know yeah. we got to do that for y'all. Yes, we know it. We know it. I like that. And we're happy to. Yeah, we, happy we, to. We, will, we are offering a 10% discount for your audience. 10% discount. Let's get it. Yes. Something. Yeah. Something. They need hey, that. Not, not, right. not that y'all don't want to invest right. in yourselves. Yes. Not that y'all already don't see the value in y'all having a happy or successful family, life, husband, Absolutely. kids, all that other good stuff. Not that y'all don't see that, but we just going to take the weight off you a little bit yeah. to make it even <laughs> just easier. Just a little bit, yes. So, so listen, I super appreciate both of y'all. Yes. Dr. We Nicole. Thank you guys. Miss Crystal. Yes. Thank y'all so much for coming up Thank here and dropping guys. this game for this audience. Y'all already know that, listen, y'all better subscribe to this channel because you see what we bring in. You see the heat. <laughs> it is absolutely not stopping. I'm going to figure out how we can get these wonderful ladies here on our live show. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. They would go crazy. That we oh, do yeah. every Monday yeah. and Wednesday night at 8 p.m. It would be amazing. So we're not banned. Right. Yeah. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Nah, because cause they, they, they going to like y'all. They going to like y'all. Because, I mean, Appreciate we just it. keep it real. Anybody who yeah. comes on the platform and just keeps yeah. it 100, yeah. we good. Yes. We good. Yeah. Oh, y'all get to talk to them and yeah. chat. And, oh, yeah. that'll go it. crazy. Yeah. The, the members was asking us to have this specific conversation yeah. about, yeah. you know, kind of the, the, the pros and cons and pitfalls yeah. and things like that of, of casual dating. Yeah. So look, y'all asked for it. We brought it to you. That's all we can do. You're welcome. So that's why you need to become a member to the channel because again, what you want to see, we're going to bring it here for you. So listen, thank you so much again for tuning in to another episode of Hardly Initiated. We are out.